Live from Muck's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie, this is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. Welcome in, everybody. It is Kenny and Heilprin. We are live, a snowy Monk's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie. I'm Ben Kenny. That is Mr. Zach Heilprin. Hello, sir. Hello. So we're going to be joined by Daryl Peterson, Wisconsin outside linebacker, here in a couple minutes. Uh, there were some very pressing matters to get to <laughs> before that as we get that all situated and, and really looking forward to talking with Daryl about the offseason thus far, the winter workouts, kind of the vibe inside the building, but really everything since – uh, Wisconsin beat Oklahoma State in the guaranteed rate bowl. But a couple of pressing matters before we do that, Zach, as, as we get that situated. Uh, the first came last night. Now, people reached out to me and wondered if we were going to address this on the show. I thought no better way to lead the show today uh, than talk about a video we saw on Twitter. Uh, one from transfer kicker uh, and now Wisconsin Badger, Nathaniel Vakos, where uh, he was seen kicking a field goal uh, to some music. Uh, your the music choice maybe could have been questionable. Uh, Drake, uh, there's some hyper artists to do that too. Look but this guy. you know, impressive looking kick. Zach, are, are we in? Are we in on Nathaniel Vacos? Having learned my lesson from last year's transfer kicker, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> no, uh, look, it looked like a much further kick than it was. It was a 45 yarder. Would have been good. From uh, Ben has projected would have been good from 65 or 70 uh, i'm not going to disagree with that the angles it's a rough angle but yeah it was a it was a big time kick it was a big time kick and a big I, honestly i think he's a great great personality he's one of the guys that i don't know if daryl's met, met him yet but he feels like a personality guy and so i can't wait i want to i'd like to talk to him uh minus that hear from people who have talked to him because he feels like a, he feels like a vibe type of guy Listen, there's a lot that's gone on this offseason. We've talked about all of it, all the additions, all the movement, all the changes. Nothing has gotten my juices flowing more than a hype video from the transfer kicker. Like, are you kidding me? Flowing. A 45-yard field goal? I know there's, there's a little bit of hyperbole there, and that's okay. Because I'm, I'm, it's January 26th, and uh, we got a ways to go before we get to see some actual football. We have another month and a half. So vibes... Uh, and, the, and the juice is flowing based on a kick, I'm okay with it. So it does play into what we talked about on Tuesday, though. We went through the transfer class in its entirety and uh, drafted two groups, but we went through and talked about the impact all of the guys will or will not have on the team next season, and Vakos was one of your selections. Now, I ran the Twitter poll. That's such a BS. And, well, that's what I was going to say. There's an asterisk next to it. Significant asterisk. I had the first selection and obviously took Tanner Mordecai. He could win a poll just by himself, yeah, given the fact you that You could have given me the other nine guys, and he still would have won. Correct. But uh, I will note that, again, I really like Zach's group and all those that were saying if you take away the impact of the quarterback and just look at the other positions and a guy like Vakos, then I, I, I honestly still side with you. After seeing this video, Zach, I, I, I don't know how anyone can stop the hype train. All we need, again, as I've said, is a punter, maybe uh, preferably from Aussie descent, you know, uh, one that comes from one of the academies, yeah, and then could also post certain hype videos of, of him punting. So that's the, where I'm at today. The, the hype train doesn't have to end until he actually steps on the field. And it was the same way with Vito Calvaruso. Doesn't have to... The hype, can, the hype train can roll and roll and roll, and then when he gets on the field to kick a long field goal and it gets nowhere close, then the hype train uh, comes to a stop, actually comes to a screeching halt, and we all jump off. Yeah, that was that was not good. No, that, it was not good. That was not good. And the shame was it, it wasn't an indictment because that was the same day, actually, Zach. I went back and found it. You posted the videos of him kicking 60 yarders in warm-ups. Yeah, I know you did. And, and I, I think the word was effortless. Effortless. Yeah, a, a somewhat effortless 60-yard field goal in warm-ups, uh, although the audio or the video quality wasn't great. No, it wasn't. The thing is, those misses didn't come from a lack of a leg strength or nope. a lack of accuracy. No, nope. we could Kind of a lack of accuracy. Oh, it's a significant lack of accuracy. He kind of just missed the ball. I kind of feel like it was yips. Maybe after the first. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
that's where we are. So thank you to all that reached out and wondered <laughs> where the show collectively stood right. on the status of the transfer kicker and whether we're in. Uh, it also coincided, Zach, and, and we can hit this quick. And the game last night, uh, I said that the kicker is posting hype videos. Uh, if if anything, that should be the thing that gets Wisconsin basketball on somewhat of an offensive run. Yep. When they were struggling, that proved to not be the case. They they did not go on a run. They did not. Um, but a tough game last night. A seventy-three to fifty-five loss to Maryland on the road. They are back in action on. Saturday against Illinois. Uh, we'll, we'll probably talk. We'll talk about the Illinois game coming up on Tuesday. Yep. Maybe both of them packaged together. Sure. Uh, given you know, there there have been some some pretty big struggles from the team as a whole. Um, so let's do this. Daryl's in the building. Joining us now, uh, a very special guest, Wisconsin outside linebacker Daryl Peterson is with us. Uh, Daryl, thanks for making it out, man. I know I know it wasn't the easiest. How yeah, are you? Back I'm, in the building? Yeah, I'm good, man. We're back. We're back. We're working out with Coach, Coach Collins and everybody getting right. Um, and we're enjoying it so far. It's, it's been fun so far, meeting all the new coaches, a lot of new faces. I mean, everybody's new from top to bottom. So, you know, it's been fun so far, though. I had a couple of post, social media posts from you that I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Um, specifically, uh, kind of like, what you were feeling when you were when you tweet when you tweeted and then when yeah. you when you shit the, when you sent the Instagram it was so the first one was back of the ninth it was so excited to start the journey with this group yeah. what what is, has you excited about the what you're going to be doing this year in this yeah, group this is a, a new feel um, a new team I mean obviously every year it's a new team but what well, we have like 12 15 transfers however many, 13 13 transfers some freshmen just came in we have five or six early enrollees. And then we haven't even got to the summer where the next next big group's coming in. So that's 20-some guys right there that's new that's coming to the team. So, and then everything's new, you know, with our workouts, how we're doing things. Um, I mean, they even gutted the weight room out, and it looks different now. Everything's just so different now. So I'm just excited for it and excited, you know, for what it brings. And then it was the other post. It was right after the first day, and it was just the drenched yeah. drenched T-shirt. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it's always like this, yeah. but – it's a little bit more special just because it's a new right. whole group that's putting you through it. Yeah. Um, our first week, they called it intro week, but I kid you not, it was not intro week. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, you know, they were kind of teaching, teaching, you know, as much as they could. But, man, we hit the ground running from day one, and guys were dying, puking, all type of stuff. So it was, <laughs> it was definitely crazy, you know, and we, we've, we've gotten better already. Like, less guys, less guys, are, you know, starting to puke or whatever. So, it, you know, it's, it's been fun. It's I also uh, – sorry, just one more thing. Uh today i saw the video that they put out of the yeah the bike races yeah. what are you guys measuring there and how fast we're going okay yeah. and and what's the what's the competition who's on this who's on do you have teams it's no it's, it's offense random, defense random, oh it's whoever, just random okay yeah, coach has like random people he wants to go against each other like um i went against guests the other day okay you know, just random stuff like that and it's measuring the you know miles per hour miles per hour yeah. all right yeah, um, uh, that was an entertaining video to see. I, I feel like they cut the best clips as well. Yeah, you know they they, they cut yeah. it at the most hype yeah. moments uh, yeah. for sure. Which which is good to see because I mean we work in a very reactionary you know business yeah. and, and we interact a lot with the people on the outside. Right. And the last couple months for us have been very interesting and kind of energetic because of how excited everyone is. Right. What's yeah. it been like? I mean, aside from the last week in the building itself, yeah. just being in the program. What what like since the win against. Uh, in the guaranteed rate bowl against Oklahoma yeah. State, what have the last couple months been like, just in terms of energy? Because because he described the season as a, a word I can't say on the air, <laughs> yeah. but it was a crap show. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. he did. Show. So what's it been like since? Well, you know, after the bowl game, we were all at home for however many weeks, so we were kind of just like you guys on the outside looking in, kind of mm-hmm. figuring out who was going to be our coach. You know, the position coach that were coming in, the new strength coaches, getting a feel for everything. You know, not being there. So Put we Twitter just, notifications on for no, Coach Fickle. Legit, literally. So <laughs> we were looking at the bat, the bat messages like everybody yeah. else was. Who's that? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was, you know, it's, we were just as excited as the people who, you know, are, on, are in the program, you know, and it was fun to see. We were going to new commit, I think, <laughs> every day at one point. Hey, was, at least. There was five days there. So, yeah. yeah, there were five days there. It was, it was like boom, boom, literally, boom, you know, and it boom, was boom, fun boom. To see. And being at home, not being around the guys, you know, it made it a little, a little bit more fun being at home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so then you get back, and, I mean, the energy translates, right, yeah. in that first week. Oh, yeah. How, I, I mean, I know it's very different, I guess. Is it 
I guess, good in a way that it's like there's all this energy and then everything's different and everyone's bought in together to, to what it is? Yeah, I feel like Coach Fickle's done a great job of just letting us know what he expects. So that kind of has translated to the weight room, I feel like. You know, from like I think you guys probably saw the video where he talked about attitude and effort and all that stuff like that. He's Everybody's on the same page right now. And I feel like everybody's excited, but we're keeping the we're keeping what we want to do in mind. You know, because Coach is coming to win and, you know, Sure enough, we are too. You know what I'm saying? So knowing what he's expecting and knowing what the other everybody's expecting with him, like literally everybody's on the same page. I kid you not. So it's it's been fun. Is that communication been built up since you know since he since he showed up? I mean, it was what what November 28th, 29th, something like yeah. that that he got the job, and then obviously with the the coordinators and position coaches have kind of trickled in here. But yeah. has it been that kind of communi- communication from the start to to um, get everybody on the same page, or was it when you guys got back? Yeah. And everything, and then it was like, I feel okay. Like he did a great job of just letting our coaches coach us the last yeah. few weeks of the season. He he was there. He was he said we needed to say. He was leading our meetings or whatever, but he still let our coaches coach us. And when we got back, you know, it, it's, it's his show now, and we, we got the message. You know, first team meeting, everything. He was very vocal about what he wanted and what he expected. And uh, Coach Collins had a little presentation for us, too, as far as the strength and stuff, too. So everybody's, you know, it's all it's no gray areas. Everything's black and white. What is the biggest difference about – him standing at the front of the room and Paul Chris standing at the front of the room. Um, they're, they're two different people. You know what I'm saying? Coach Chris is a little more old school, a little old school guy, old soul. You know what I'm saying? And then Coach Fickle's more energetic, a little upbeat, a little younger. You know what yep. I'm saying? And the guys he brought in are a lot younger, you know, in a sense. So it's just a, it's just a different vibe. You know, it feels a little, little more like a little more modern. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I think this is good because so we've had Tanner Bordellini out here and Jack Nelson as yeah. well. It's good to get a, a defensive guy out so we just don't get one perspective on everything, yeah. you know, because right. you, you go against the O-line yeah. all, all the time in practice. They probably see the world a little differently than you going, right. you know, against yeah. each other. Uh, and I do have a couple uh, questions about Coach Fickle in terms of his attire, you know, yeah. some, some specific <laughs> things that, that we have to get to. Yeah. Save that away. Um, but one thing I think he's done a really good job, and I guess it helps what we do, is the outward-facing part of the job. Like, yeah. like the public buzz is more yeah. than I've ever seen. Yeah. How important, like, if you were, let's say, either in the portal or still in high school, like if you were in the recruiting process right. at whatever stage, yeah. how important do you think that public buzz would be to you? You know, um, not already being in the program, but seeing right. everything that's going on. I feel like we live in a world now where social media runs recruiting. You know what I'm saying? Twitter is... You know, if you don't have a Twitter, you probably won't, aren't getting recruited. You know what I mean? So I think just me being on the team and seeing that stuff, you know, juices me up, hides me up. So I can only imagine if I was getting recruited, I'd want to probably come here even more. You know what I'm saying? So that stuff, him, be, you know, Coach Chris didn't have a Twitter. So <laughs> him being on Twitter is like, it's different from seeing him tweet and post and stuff like that. It's it's different, but, you know, I like it. Is he following you yet? No, not yet. We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna have to work, we work, work on, on that. that. Yeah, man, we got to work on gotta that. Work on that. Is, yeah. is that like at Ohio State? They have all the stickers for the helmets. Yeah. It's like, all right, you sack the quarterback. Right. Yeah. I start following. Follow on Twitter. Probably. Oh, that actually reminds me. Um, you guys got these new shirts. Yeah. What is it? What's the What's the uh, tough, tough, nasty, nasty discipline. discipline? Yeah. Do you like that better than uh, tough, smart, dependable, or what was it? Smart, tough, dependable. Smart, tough, dependable. Um, Which one do you prefer? I like them both. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> they kind so, of feel very interchangeable. Yeah, they do. You know, you know? They do. Yeah, they the they all way. apply. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But the question I had is about the, the shirts, because we've seen pictures from the first week of, of workouts. Yeah. And you and a bunch of other guys, that, faces that I know, are wearing the shirts. Yeah. And then there's other guys that are just wearing red shirts. Yeah. What are those and what's the difference? Um, is it guys like having to earn? Yeah, basically that's, that's all it is. You know, mostly just freshmen and transfers you know, okay. having to earn their way. How do they, co- coaches as well. How do they do it? Um, if you're freshmen, I, I think everybody has like the, a similar shirt, but they just flip them inside out. No, no, but like how do you, how do you earn being able to have that on oh, the outside? Um, just being tough, nasty, and disciplined. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty simple as that, man. Just showing up every day, working. You know, I have a freshman, Jordan Meyer, lifts with my group, so just – we're watching him and, you know, just working hard, coming in every day, really just shutting your mouth and just going to work. It's kind so, of what it is. So is it going to be you guys, like, saying that he's earned earned it, or is it going to be the we coaches? We haven't got that far yet. Okay. But I feel like I would hope our input's in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's funny because the coaches are kind of doing the same thing. Like, our strength coaches are kind of just wearing regular black shirts, black shorts, no W on them. So you gotta earn you know, it too. I feel like it's fun and some a, a different twist of some things, you know. So, and what, it's only been eight, nine days yeah. since you guys have been back, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's still very so early. I'm, trying to wonder, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, you know, how long it's going to take for some guys to earn it. Or, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you're uh, from Ohio. You know how they do it, like the, yeah. the stripe thing at Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. Which is whatever. <laughs> um, I, but before we get into, you know, some stuff on the defense and, and maybe the new coaches and such, what went into your decision to stay? Uh, going through all the change, yeah. whether it being during last season and then now throughout this offseason period as well, what went into your decision to stay at Wisconsin? Um, I love I love the place. Yeah, I don't I can't see myself being anywhere else, living anywhere else, being with any other people. You know, my roommates, my best friends are staying too. I mean that that wouldn't really matter to me anyway. But you know, if that was a uh, an idea to leave. Them being here really would have helped me stay if I was planning on that. So just I love the place. I love the people I'm working with, and me being from Ohio it was a no brainer to stay when. You know, Coach Chico got the job. Did you know him coming out of high school at all? I was were you very recruited by Cincinnati? He's a, he's, good, he's a good friend of my head coach, my head football coach in my high school. Okay. So we were familiar with each other, but never really met him, anything like that. He didn't recruit you when you were coming no, out? No, I got recruited really, really early by Cincinnati, but my first offer was Wisconsin. So okay. kind of from there, just was, yeah, I wasn't going to go to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. But he does seem like someone, and I guess this is, it's important now, Wisconsin, that is good at those relationships with oh, yeah, high already. school coaches yeah. and and both now here in Wisconsin, yeah. but also in you Ohio. Can, you can see like people, coaches are tweeting about when he's coming out to their school yeah. and stuff like that. So I thought he's going to do a great job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, w- was there a billboard that, that was put up in Ohio? I don't or, think so. Or was that only in yeah. Chicago that, and I here? I think that was just Chicago and here, but we, we need one, man. Ohio's a pipeline, man. You got to get some, you know. Yes. Yeah. Wisconsin had a ton of success coming out of Ohio over the last 30 yeah. years or so. There's, so. there's enough. I think, I mean, we're gonna, I'm going to have to talk to him. we got to work on that. <laughs> well, well, I was saying, so I, I assume you've done the drive through Chicago at some yeah. point from here. You see all the Brian Urlacher billboards uh, with yeah. the O'Hare. I see him. It's like he's, he's going in there trying to supplant the king, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like Brian Urlacher owns that strip of highway. That's pretty bold, oh, yeah, you know? Right. <laughs> That's the stuff we talk about here. Yeah, uh, the, importance, the importance. Aside from, yeah. like, it's the off season for us, right. you know? Yeah. We could debate between ourselves whether, you know, we think – a three three five or a three four or whatever right yeah. which like there's no conclusion right drawn no, there so sure. <laughs> so so we talk about where the uh where the billboards are um uh before we take a break i wanted so uh you do have a new position coach yeah. matt mitchell who was officially announced i think late last week yeah um right we had spoken with uh the two linemen that were with us on the offensive side and they mm-hmm. had already gone through a coaching change in their yeah. time this is obviously the first for you yeah. with bobby april going to stanford i believe yeah what has that been like? Does it kind of all fall in line with what's going on, the overall change, and that's um, just kind of part of it? We, th- we thought we were the only group that was kind of like, you know, home free, getting to keep our coach. Because, you know, before so bowl game, yeah. yeah, before bowl game, we, he told us we, the plan was for him to stay. Oh. So um, he told us, uh, I think it was about a, if not a week, uh, a few days before we went to Phoenix that he was going to be moving on afterwards. And, you know, that was, you know, that was a shock, but not really because he deserves it. You know, uh, he deserves to be defensive coordinator. And I, I, I bet my life on it. If Coach Leonard would have got our job, he would have been our defensive coordinator. Oh. So there's no doubt about that. He's, he deserves it. So that hurt. But um, I'm excited, you know, to, you know, play for Coach Mitchell. Um, he's a head coach. He, he hasn't coached a position in a few years. So it'll be different for him, different for us. So we're all going to be learning together, you know, and we're probably going to have some new schemes and stuff too. Um, so everybody's going to be learning together. So I don't think it'll be that big of a transition when we're all, you know, trying to learn together and stuff like that yeah and i mean so with bobby april now at stanford i remember when he interviewed at michigan yeah and me speaking selfishly like i'm kind of glad he's not at michigan right yeah, now because right, yeah. you know yeah. I, they play good defense there right, but yeah for sure yeah uh, but you also had some of the other coaches go out with him and yeah i, I mean at least from my perspective that's pretty cool to see yeah, them no, that's, together that's um that was great because you know coaching is you know it's a I don't even know how to explain it. You know, you can be somewhere one year and oh, it's a tough you know, business. not have a job for a few years. You know, yeah. that can be the case for some people. So, I know Coach D'Onofrio, this was his first job for a few years. He hadn't coached in a few years before he came here. So, that could have been the case for him again. But, you know, Coach April, you know, brought those guys with him. I feel like that was, that was great. Yeah, for sure. All right, that is Daryl Peterson. We are live at Monk's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie. It is Kenny and Heilprin. Find a Monk's location near you. Uh, the food is tremendous. They have televisions everywhere. Until 6 o'clock today, Zach, the Farmers Insurance Open. It's the second round because it started on Wednesday, I'm as I'm pass. sure. I'm uh, everybody listening cares. But find a Monk's location near you. They have all the games on, televisions everywhere. Uh, the place is great. Lots to come when we return with Daryl. Uh, we'll talk the defense. We have some, uh, some assortment of questions. Some of them do have to do with Coach Fickle's attire and things of that nature. But we have a lot more coming up. It's Kenny and Heilprin. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network.
right, we are back. It is Kenny and Heilprin live from Monk's Bar and Grill, Sun Prairie. Daryl Peterson is with us. So, uh, Zach referred to it, but after the bowl win, you called last season a, a bleep show. Yeah. You know, and I, I think we can all, you know, understand why. But I guess coming out of that and now you're into workouts, how do you and others within the building, and I guess just within the defense or your room specifically, yeah. how do you kind of take the bleep show that it was and go forward into this season and, I guess, reverse course yeah. for all you guys that are returning? I mean, I feel like even though it was, you know, whatever it was last season, it was more off-the-field stuff that was kind of affecting our on-the-field play. You know what I'm saying? And that was kind of – we were all over the place mentally going into games that we probably should have won. So we keep that in mind. And we know our defense was playing its best ball towards the end of the season. You know, so we, we want to try our best to carry that into this next season. And hopefully we're running some similar stuff. I know we're gonna, they're probably going to bring some of their stuff. They had Cincinnati, but – Hopefully they see how good we were and we can keep some of our same stuff so we can kind of still be comfortable and playing fast stuff. But, I mean, last year we had, what, seven, seven, eight new starters, you know what I'm saying? So we knew it wasn't going to be pretty at first, but we got better as the year went on, and that's definitely something we want to bring into the next year. Yeah, and and you played defensive end in high school as well, yeah. right? So in theory, like, oh, with yeah. whatever changes, you're – Whatever I can, whatever, whatever they do, I'll be ready for it. Yeah. yeah. DN, three-tech, back, outside backer, whatever it is, man. Because yeah. you had your hand in the ground in, in high school. Yeah. Right, it's, yeah. it still managed to what? Plus forty, over over forty sacks in, in yeah, high school. Yeah, thirty-eight and a half. Okay, sorry, <laughs> right. I I overshot it a little bit there. It depends my bad. who's scoring. Yeah, no, my bad. Um, no, but uh, I am on record or was on record as saying coming out of fall camp last year, you guys had five guys that could start at outside linebacker. Yeah. that's what I felt. Yeah, um, it's. It felt like towards the end of the season that was actually starting to come to fruition. It was yeah. a little bit of a slow start, I think, yeah. just for the entire defense t- together. Obviously, Nick was there and TJ yeah. played a bunch, but you and Caden and, and even TJ to an extent, towards the end of the season, the play started to pick up. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, and that just goes to show how good of a coach Coach April is. Like he, like a lot of guys that probably weren't ready to play early, he's going to make sure you are by midseason. You know what I'm saying? That's how the kind of approach he took with me my freshman, my true freshman year was. You might not be ready now, but towards the end of the season, you will be, and sure enough, I was. And he, he can do that with guys, and he's going to do that when he gets to Stanford. Do you feel good about, what, like, the year end of the season? Though? I mean, you had a sack against Nebraska, had a sack against Minnesota, yeah. played well against, you know, yeah, Oklahoma it State. All, it was all confidence for me. Once I kind of – I feel like that Purdue game was like a turning point for me. All I, need, I, I, needed a, I feel like I needed a start. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I was telling Coach April this, you know, when – you know, it's, it's hard to kind of find your groove sometime when you're not starting the game. You know what I'm And I knew I was capable. You know what I'm saying? So coming off and Nick and CJ kind of established the game already. You know, I'm I'm fresh and, you know, not really into it yet. You know, they can be tough to kind of find your groove. But when I got to play from play one, however many plays we went that game, it was kind of good to find my groove. And as we kept going, even when Nick came back in the Nebraska game, I didn't start that game, but I just felt comfortable out there those last few games. And I feel that just comes with the experience that I hadn't had prior. So just I feel like the, the season was a great buildup for me. Speaking of that Purdue game, there's a picture of uh, the touchdown, quote unquote, that Purdue scored, yeah. and they were <laughs> trying to draw the line of the goal line and yeah. the line of the ball and the distance between. But your helmet is right in the middle, <laughs> looking right at the ball. Yeah. You, you had the best view of anybody. Yeah, it definitely was not a touchdown. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. Yeah. Which I, I guess it's good that that didn't matter. But yeah. I, like the rhythm to what you guys do as outside linebackers yeah. is very important, right? Yeah, for sure. Where you know you, you feel like in a lot of sports you don't necessarily need it or for kickers it's like okay you're cold you're standing on the sideline you just go in and do it right for for as pass rushers or your position it's it's important to be in that rhythm right yeah for sure i I feel like 100 percent, especially when it comes to rushing the passer you know sometimes i i haven't played a couple series and i get thrown in on the third down just to go rush the pass it's like man my legs are kind of tight right now you know so that can play a part in it but i feel like he did a good job of emphasizing coach april um he did a good job of um reiterating every every game that I can put you in any time. So if it can, it can be the second play of the game, I can start you this game. You know, you never know what I'm going to do. So that's how we, we did in practice. Like there were some practices, you know, even games I didn't start. I might be starting to practice on a Tuesday or something. So just kind of staying ready, staying prepared like that. So he prepared us mentally, you know, in that aspect. Yeah, so I guess if there's one part of your game going into next year that you're focusing on, you look at all of your year last year and your career, yeah. what are you trying to get better at specifically? Uh, I want to be unstoppable rushing the passer. I want to be unstoppable rushing the passer. I want to get interceptions, so space play is going to be big for me this offseason. Uh, getting stronger, um, uh, faster. Um, and, you know, leadership is big for me too. 
with Nick leaving, I feel like I'm, I'm ready to carry that torch and you know be a leader for this team this year. So those are some big things for me. I was going to ask about the leadership aspect of it because there is you lose you lose Keanu, you lose Nick, yeah. some big voices, John in, in the back end, yeah. and uh, obviously on offense, Grammert's being the quarterback kind of right. has to be the leader type of thing. Yeah. Whole bunch, I mean that room <laughs> looks slightly different. Yeah. And want to ask you about that in a little bit, but. Um, the leadership aspect, like Muma, feels like he's guys can be able to step up. Jordan yeah. Turner feels like a guy's gonna be able to step up. Yeah. And yourself, and, and obviously some guys in the back end with Hunter yeah. and, and and Alex. Yeah. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be different this year than I feel like any other year because, you know, we have guys who, who I feel like aren't gonna be forced. We have a lot of natural leaders on our team this year, um, that are a year older. A lot of guys, natural leaders in my class, where you know some other guy might not listen to you know restaurant freshman or something like that. So I feel like this year a lot of guys will be able to speak their voices and be heard and, you know, be listened to, you know, so I feel like it'll be different. A lot of guys will, you know, a lot of guys you probably didn't name will probably, you know, be for us this year. You can tell me. Well, like you said, I mean, Hunter, um, Ricardo Harmon, he's he's coming into his own, you know, yep. so far in the weight room. and um, Vacos? Uh, <laughs> we uh, cause it, have you had a chance to meet him? Yeah, I met I met him. each other actually in high school. Oh, did you? Yeah, really? Almost every year we played Avon in um, the state playoff at some point. Okay. So, yeah. We led the show tonight talking about the video he posted of yeah. kicking the field goal. Yeah. I literally a, watched him make it. I was watching from the second floor. I was, yeah. Well, <laughs> is he a little bit of a character? He's actually pretty cool so far. No, that's what I'm saying. Like he's, yeah. he's he seems like I mean he was all over the guys trying to get him to commit. Like yeah. CJ, he was all over CJ Williams trying yeah. to get him to commit yeah. and and that type of thing. I don't know if he had any role, any impact there, but he. Right. Certainly felt like he was trying. Yeah, no, he, he probably did because they they were on the visit together, I believe. Five for five. Yeah, all five guys that came That's ended crazy. up ended up committing. Just um, goes I, to show, man. Our recruiting staff is, you know, they're 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 great, man. They're working yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, I I do think it's impossible to say how long that field goal was, though, right? Like like he yeah. said, it's forty five, but I with with the angle, you yeah. know, and with the weird dimensions of the field, yeah. it could be sixty. No, it's yeah, it's, right. it's hard to say. It could be seventy. Yeah. So we could be talking about no, someone there. Yeah, the indoor minutes. I, I didn't even. I didn't even know that our indoor isn't even 100 yards until like. I, feel, I think it was this year's spring ball. Is that you realized it? Really? I was like, "Whoa, this he's at the 35. He's no, at the 40. Yeah. He's at the 35." Yeah, no, actually, yeah. So that was kind of weird, but so I always have. Telling. I always have trouble trying to calculate how far like yeah. plays have gone in yeah. there because of that. It's um, impossible. Speaking of of leadership, though, in last year, I mean, we talked so much about how important Keanu was just to like how you guys operated on defense just because of how ridiculously good he was inside. Yeah, right. So much of it was not on the stat sheet. Yeah. Like, could you put into perspective how important, just like how impactful no, what he yeah. did was to I, the overall defense? He's he's definitely the best defensive player I've played with so far being here. He Like like you said, man, he did so much that you wouldn't even know. Like, interceptions. He's on top of the quarterback as John Torcher running in for the touchdown. Or Nick's getting a sack. He's taking up three people. There's just stuff like that that you don't see that he was good for almost every drive. You know what I'm saying? He was – he's. I think he's going to be a superstar, you know, once all said and done. He's going to be some guys, you know, that maybe goes for like 100 sacks in the NFL. He's going to find his, find his stride, and he's going to hit the ground running. Plus, from no, like from a nose, you don't yeah. really see that a lot. And, yeah. and for me, at least, it felt like offenses sometimes changed their plan right. to, like, get the ball out immediately yeah. so that he didn't even have time. And yeah. then he'd win, and then so you're still two feet away because the dude just threw exactly. it. And yeah. the fact that he just played through – a crap ton last year. I mean, just oh, yeah. the, all the injuries that that, that, as well. that he was yeah. dealing with. Like, and, it, and everyone, there's no one healthy in college football. In no, legit. Everyone, November, everybody, but. nobody's 100% after the first day of camp. Right. But he legit probably played his last few games at 40%. Yeah. <laughs> and that was better than a lot of people's 90 to 100%, yep. which is crazy. He was he was beast. For sure. So, I, I guess speaking of that and getting through a season, obviously the schedule is expanding. Maybe next year, I, I think, to the expanded playoff. But whenever it is, how how hard do you think it would be? Like you guys play what 12, 12 games a year? Yeah. 13? Play twelve, thirteen with the bowl, right? With fourteen, the bowl. fourteen if you make the Big Ten championship um, game. So then, let's say there is an expanded playoff down the road in the future. Just as someone who's playing the sport, how hard would that be if you have to go sixteen or seventeen games? Um, it'll 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 definitely be hard on the body, but I feel like, you know. With the the format they had, there beat some extra like an extra buy or something in there. So they, I feel like they would have no choice but to give us an extra week or so to get our bodies kind of ready for that playoff run or something like that. So that'd be crazy. I can't imagine this year playing 16 games, to, to right. say the least. Man, I was, you know, I didn't even play as much as a lot of guys did, and I was banged up. So I can't imagine that. But I feel like there has to be something in place, like another buy or something to where you think 
You think the NCAA cares about you guys that much? I, I'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's it's yeah. You're right. There's yeah, some, there has so. to be something. There has to be something yeah. in there. And to be honest with you, it's not a horrible problem to have if you're oh, playing yeah. 15, 16 well, games yeah, no, because sure. in that sense, yeah. you're in the playoff right. and you have a shot. And by that time, man, our coaches will probably take care of us yeah. as far as practices and stuff like that. Our most physical day of the week will probably be game day. You know, we make it that far. So that's a problem you want to have. Yeah. No. Right? For sure. No. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I just feel like with all the change happening, there's always the argument of, oh, yeah. why couldn't this team get in? Oh, Everyone yeah. from the outside is thinking of, yeah. you know, that's a deserving yeah. champion or deserving participant. Oh, yeah. It's never, oh, yeah, wait, now they're playing into mid-February and it's yeah. an 18-game season, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know? That'll be crazy, too, because I, I think it's crazy, you know, just seeing the Packers play, you know, as late as they did, you know, and it's snowing so hard. But, you know, Minnesota, it was like 50 degrees when we played them, something like that. So. You, see, you came one year too late. Yeah, have people talked about 2020 and they played so they played Minnesota in at Camp Randall yeah. in December mm-hmm. and it was cold was it? but it wasn't there was no snow yeah. but it was cold and yeah. I mean that, that game when was that game it was like December 17th or something like oh, that yeah. it was yeah it, it was, was late it was really really yeah. late that Nebraska game was the coldest game I've ever played in my life and I'm Out from there. Ohio yeah so it was it was cold it feels like yeah was that stadium sold out for that Nebraska no, game? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I've, I've even brought it up with my my friends that are Nebraska fans. Yeah. There's, like, there's no way. And, you know, because when you walk out, you know, it seems like it's a lot of people when you first look around and then you look at the very top and there's, like, nobody no, up there. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's but, where all the wind hits anyway. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're just holding on to that streak that, what, a 1960s, since the 1960s, sold every yeah. game out. It's a bunch of BS, but yeah. they're holding on to it. They have a booster, just buy the tickets, and then so. can't can't get anybody to go out, <laughs> go out there and watch them. Yeah. So speaking of the cold, like you mentioned, that game was cold. The yeah. end of the year always is. Do you like that more? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> snow comes down. No, you're... well, we we didn't have any games in the snow. I mean, if we, I feel like it might be fun to play in some snow, but when it's just cold, <laughs> it's pointless. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, if it's not gonna snow. Why is it even cold? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, I so. totally agree. Like, I'm perfect is like 30s, and then it's snowing. No, yeah. Yeah, just I'm cold, cool just that. cold enough to snow, not the Maryland game, but not cold game. enough to, to freeze your fingers yeah, the, off. Yeah, the Maryland game was was yeah, that was just wet. It was just rain. Yeah, yeah. wet cold, rain. Wet rain. It, it got hard at the end. It felt like hail a little bit. So it was, yeah, um, I yeah, I will say I was inside for that yeah. one. So I haven't, sat, I haven't sat outside in quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that is Zach Heilprint, Daryl Peterson with us as well. We're live from Monk's Bar and Grill in Sun Prairie. Find a Monk's location near you. A lot more to come. We'll be back after this. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. All right. Welcome back. It is Kenny and Heilprin. We are live at Monk's in Sun Prairie. Daryl Peterson is with us talking about the start of, of winter workouts going back to last year. Uh, and, you know, some pressing topics that we really litigate, I would say, maybe over-litigate on this show, uh, one of which, and I want to ask about something Coach Fickle does here in a second that we've yeah. talked about a lot. I bet but, you, I will guarantee you he doesn't, hasn't even recognized it, even noticed it. Okay. All right. Because um, we notice stupid stuff. He's, he's, I'll get he's, to got, that. he's way too busy. I'll get to that in a couple minutes, All but right. we don't know what next year is going to look like, yeah. whether it's, you know, schematically or who's playing or whatever, uh, or in terms of the color combos. Yeah. And... <laughs> You know, uh, I think Jim Leonard's first game, right, as head coach at yeah. Northwestern, red pants. Yeah. Your thoughts? That was my favorite color combo of the whole entire season. Red helmet. No, it was, Wh- the, it was the white helmet, red face red mask, face mask. Oh, white right. jerseys, red yeah. pants, black. Was it black? Uh, we wore white. We wore, wore white. We wore white, yeah. Okay. That was we, – we, I think we, we beat them so bad because we felt good. <laughs> <laughs> we knew we looked good that day. <laughs> and we, you know, we, we played like it. So the old linemen that have been here and said, like, they don't care. Yeah, they, they don't care about anything. <laughs> they don't care. They, they wear the same thing regardless. They right. feel like. But for me, the red pants were so much more comfortable. You know, like they, they felt like leggings almost. That's so weird. Yeah. I don't know what else. They're same brand, same everything. They just noticeably felt different. You know, the white pants are all tight. And they want to look good. But the red ones look just as good, maybe even better. They did look better. Yeah, no, they you know, did. And they, and they felt a lot better, too. They used to, yeah. Back in the day when Barry was coaching, yeah. they would only bring him off for big games. Yeah. He's and old. Yes. <laughs> big game big game red pants. Yeah. Oof. That was that was a that was the thing growing up. Like yeah. you guys wearing red pants this weekend? Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So there's that. Uh, no. So so the, he, the top picture? 
So Ebo is showing us some, so, some old color combos yes. that Zach would be familiar with. No, no, no. From 1995, anybody that watched this game, it was Colorado. They were supposed to wear them in the Hall of Fame Bowl the, game, the year before. Yeah. They broke them out for this opener against Colorado. Oh. It was uh, Ray Carruth and some other – Colorado was ridiculous that yeah. year. They beat them 43-7. to seven. Oh, wow. And Barry said, burn them. Never wear them again. Never wore them again. They look like county, clown uniforms. Yeah. They looked. They looked better from afar. <laughs> yeah. That's also kind of a, kind of a boss move. Yeah. It's like, are we lost in these? Nope, never yeah. again. Oh, in, in the history of the program, that was horrible. Um, do you it's think actually it, one of just two losing seasons they've had in the last thirty years. That yeah. that ninety five year, and then 0-1. No, I I do hope the red pants come back going forward. Maybe oh, yeah. special some special occasions. Yeah. But do you think Luke Fickle's ankles ever get cold? <laughs> Don't tell That's me you funny. you haven't noticed, have you? That he doesn't wear that he that he wears the low socks. No, I, I definitely noticed. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. I definitely all right. noticed. Listen, um, it's it's hey, hard not that's to. That's funny that you guys picked up on that though. <laughs> um, yeah, but his, I mean, yeah, he wore. I mean, we were in we were in Arizona most of our time with him. So, but I, I if he does when it gets really cold here, then if he just wears shorts and low socks, then they're definitely gonna get cold. Yeah. So, so during his intro, <laughs> that's funny. I I don't know if he was or wasn't, but like clearly, you know, the ankles were out. Yeah. And then there was a picture of him at a wrestling match or meet with Braylon Allen. Yeah, he wears low and, socks. And yeah. yeah, so and it was cold as hell outside yeah, that's, then. That's what he does. That's man. what I'm wondering. Yeah. It's funny. Zach hates socks. <laughs> hates socks. So hates he's socks. he's like if I could never wear. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I know he's wearing socks, but I I mentally picture it without. Yeah. Because yeah, right. no. No, I get it. Yeah. And with it, and, and I'm not. Putting my hand in anybody else's pocket, so I'm not going to talk about his money. But if I had his money, <laughs> I would just buy new shoes every day yeah. and just wear go without socks <laughs> yeah. because they, you can make my money. I can't buy new shoes every yeah. day. Make his money, he gets all the free shoes. Yeah, man. Because the only reason that you wear socks in some for some people keep your shoes clean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't cool. smell. <laughs> Fair Unless you're doing athletics, and then yeah. obviously athletic right. stuff, you know, you don't want the rubbing and that type of stuff. But otherwise, that's fair. I know we gotten off, we gotten yeah. off on a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> well, here. this is what we listen. It's the off season for <laughs> us, right? Like, right. so, so the thing is, until spring ball starts, yeah. at least from our perspective, it's all the same stuff yeah. except for yeah. the headlines. Um, but come spring ball, I guess, not specific changes in terms of the, you know your alignment or anything, but yeah. maybe defensively, do you expect any any changes when it comes to approach or you know roles or duties or is that just you'll see it when it happens um i think it's more of a you'll see it when it happens type of thing obviously i mean we're expecting a little different you know we haven't been told anything but they ran a totally different defense than what we ran last year and and you know they were damn good the past few years so i i can't help but think that they're going to bring some of their schemes over here but you know god willing they mix some of our stuff in there that we were good at so you know i hope so it feels like when we talked to mike trussell been a few weeks now but he, he talked about how and luke has said the same thing how good you guys have recruited a guy like you and, and some of the other guys at outside linebacker at some of the edge like yeah. you want to be able to take advantage of that still you don't yeah. just want to blow it up right you, you want to be able to use the success that you've had recruiting that position yeah um and you've had so many good outside linebackers yeah. since the moved to the three four that you kind of want to keep being able to recruit to that spot right yeah so you saying that and I, we've kind of heard that too he kind of before Coach Haber was leaving, he was kind of telling us that, like, this is the room we got. Like, we're, Coach Fickle kind of said we're not hitting the portal, you know, if anything, maybe a guy or if we need him, you know, later in the year. But, you know, this is what we got because he loves what we got. So let's let's show him why he loves it. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully we can still rush the edge, set the edge, you know, all that good stuff. So I'm hoping, though. Who else has impressed you either from your room or maybe from the front seven as a whole? Who? Yeah. In, like so far since we've been Who back, has impressed or? you maybe even from, I don't know, bowl prep just in general? You know, guys that, what? You ask the question. You ask the question. His favorite thing to do is, like, it's pe- true. Is for people to overreact. Like, what's who's looking good in in, in, uh, in bowl prep? And we tweeted out, right? Because yeah. we asked you guys, like, yeah, yeah. No, during, I don't during overreact. Bowl, during I like bowl prep, these and, then he's, and then it's like a whole bunch. It's a list of guys. Right. And then you never really hear about them again, right? Yeah. Like, that, that type of stuff. <laughs> but sometimes oh, yeah. you do. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. Come yeah. on. But you just asked there, you, you just asked the question. There's some guys that look great in the next year. Like, the, they're the, great. Yeah, the guys that played in the bowl game were the guys that looked good in bowl prep. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, guys you haven't seen on like, Avion Jones had a great bowl prep. You yep. know what I'm saying? Guys you don't really normally see that just on the bowl game. Yeah. They had great bowl guys. preps. <laughs> yeah. Um my my That's bigger good. my That's bigger good. question, it, obviously defensively, but the offense is gonna look a ton different. Yeah. And you guys have gone against the same offense, you know, Wisconsin's offense for a very long time. Um 
are you interested or excited to see what it's going to look like? Wisconsin going a little air raid. And I know they're still going to run the ball, but no fullbacks, nothing like that. It's going to look different. No, yeah, for sure. I'm excited to maybe be a part of a game where we score 50 points. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, and defense still has a shutout or something close to it. But yeah. I think that'll be fun to just see them air the ball out because we have a ton of good receivers, and we added a few more that are really good. So I'm excited to see those guys go deep. And I'm ready to see Tanner or Nick or whoever starts. You know, I'm ready to see them let it loose. So I'm excited for that. And hopefully, you know, you know, you know, usually the defense the last year defense was kind of you know who offense was feed off of, or you know, hopefully it can be vice versa this year. Offense can feed off defense. We can feed off of them. So I'm excited for that. So how how about facing that every day in practice though? Yeah, does it help? Oh yeah, well, should I, help, right? Yeah, it should help. I mean, you face a lot of offenses like this. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to go against those guys. I mean, obviously it's going to be the same guys, but on the edge. I mean, hopefully I can just get in the face of the quarterback a couple times, <laughs> you know, so let them know I'm there. You know, I can't touch them. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to just. I'm excited for them to be better. You know, what I'm saying all around. I'm excited for them to be better, and they're excited to you know be better and be. Able to, I know like guys like Skyler and Keontae are right, you know excited to you know know that we're going to be throwing the ball a lot more. So I'm excited for them. He's not going to say it. I'll say it. Uh, the defense has had to carry this team for the last three years. The, they've had to pick up for an offense that hasn't been very good. Um, and I think the hope here for everybody involved is that that's not the case there, where it's more um, complementary football on a regular basis, uh, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams. Because special teams, at times, hasn't been great either. So I think it's like all together. It all comes together, and, and you can all play at the same level. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He Wait, said yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, no, but yeah, I mean that that'd be ideal. I mean, that was our goal since I've been here. Anyway, it's a, it's but, a goal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it wasn't realized. Yeah, you know. Um, What's also happened at times where we see when you guys have a lot of success no, and yeah. win, you see the complementary parts, and then when yes. so the struggles might happen. Sorry, right. yep, it's, that's it, my it's bad. That that could more consistently, more consistently <laughs> no, yeah, play, sure. more consistently yeah, play like complementary football too. Because earlier in the year. Um, we a defense was, was wasn't the greatest either. Right. Yeah. So I mean, like Ohio, that, you, but you go back and watch that Ohio State game. I'd rather know? not. Yeah. Me too. I was there. You know what I'm saying? It was, you know, it was, it was poop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, it was terrible. So um, hopefully we don't have that this year. You know, we can be consistent from play one to play 2000. How many plays we play this year, and offense can do the same. Yeah. Plus, you guys get Ohio State at home. Yeah, and I'm excited up. for that. <laughs> if we get black uniforms, I hope we wear them then. <laughs> oh, just that, just to do just it right how, back just how they to did us. You that would be saying? epic. That would be so, so I, I doubt I, it happens, though. I, I, pro- it. I probably won't, but it I would be epic. It. Yeah, I doubt it. But um, do, like, do those Ohio State games mean more to you as someone who probably played with and or against some of the guys on their yeah. team? No, for sure. And I felt like I was a little too emotional that game, because you know before before the recruiting process even started, that's where like my my family's Ohio State fan. That's where I wanted to go, you know. So me not being able to being able to go there, it was like you know screw these guys. Like you know I want you know what I'm saying it was a little added fire that. You know, and then we got beat the way we did. <laughs> so I'm just gonna tell, this year. I'm just gonna have fun and play hard. My question about that game is: you guys broke out the signs from the sideline. Like, yeah. the, that's the one and only time I've ever seen it done. Well, yeah, because they usually pick up on our on our hand signals. Okay. You know, all our coaches are given the same hand signals the whole game. So, did you, was it confusing though? Because you guys had some, there was some confusion on the defensive side. Yeah, it was. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know, because we were doing it all week in practice and, and practice it. A little easier than in the game, you know. You're moving yeah. so fast and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if anybody caught this on the on the sideline at Ohio State. The, usually, they're signaling stuff in in the hands, and a lot of programs, they're just holding signs up, and it's right. like just a bunch of different pictures. You see that more than not. You see that more often, especially see it everywhere, especially yeah. offensively. Yeah. Well, they broke that out on defense that game, and I had never seen it before, and I don't yeah. think it was ever talked about afterwards. Yeah. But <laughs> I was yeah, I was wondering about that game at all. All right, I was wondering about <laughs> it because I'm like I, I'm pretty sure I didn't imagine that. Yeah. It was it was it was different for sure, but for what we were what we were doing or trying to accomplish, you know, it served its purpose. But you know, did it really? I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That was a, that was a tough one. Yeah, that was, was a tough one. It's all right. It's in the past. It is in the past. Yeah. I'm I'm anxious to wonder what the defense thinks about having to face because this was Luke Fickle talking about a quarterback, right? Like in. He doesn't have to be a runner, but he has to be able to extend plays. He has to be able to beat a defense when everything else breaks down. Right. Wisconsin hasn't generally had that guy. Yeah, <laughs> they brought in a bunch of guys that are exactly like that. Yeah, um, when you're facing a guy like that, is that 
obviously a much more difficult task. Yeah, I'm excited to face those guys in practice because I feel like every quarterback we played this year was doing exactly that. Yeah. So we've never seen it, so we're scrambling around, <laughs> falling all over the place. So I'm excited to see that in practice. So in the games, we're, we're better changing direction, knowing how to you know beat those guys and get them on the ground a lot easier. Did you have any um, like pre uh, uh, prior ability or not prior like? Did you know who some of these guys were before they got here? No. Okay. I never heard of. Did you go back and watch them at all? Or is I, it just like, ah, I'll, I did I'll see another get here. I, I did, did, you? I did watch him because they said he threw, what, like 70 touchdowns or some crazy. He threw, threw like 72 touchdowns in a matter of uh, two years. Yeah, so I, I had to go back and watch that. Yeah, and, yeah, and nine so. touchdowns in one game. Yeah, that's against Houston. Crazy. Yeah. I had to go back and watch that. <laughs> but other than that, I, didn't, I, I wasn't familiar with any of the guys. I kind of try to focus on the guys in our locker room for the most part. I don't know anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, they also brought in a couple of guys d- defensively. Yeah. I believe uh, Jeff Petrowski. Yeah. Petro- Pytrowski. Pytrowski, yeah. is that we're, how you say it? We're, um, we're from literally like 20 minutes from each other. Oh, are you? Yeah, so we have a lot of mutual friends. So I was familiar with them, but didn't we didn't know each other, but we were familiar, familiar with each other. A lot of his friends go to my school and vice versa, my high school and vice versa. Yeah. So we're kind of familiar with each other, so I'm excited to get to play with them. And so he's going to be an outside linebacker with you guys, right? Like, yeah. That, yeah. So I, I want to touch on some of the other new newcomers on defense as well when we come back. Uh, we do have to step away. We're live from Monks and Sun Prairie. It's Kenny and Heilprin, Daryl Peterson with us. We will close it out next. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. All right, we are back. It is Kenny and Heilprin. Daryl Peterson is with us. That was um, amazing. Uh, we, we're not going to rehash it on air. You've probably heard the discussion happen in the past. Uh, you can guess at what it was. You could go find the, the tapes. Oh, Graham. Whatever. Graham, um, Graham all right. what are you doing so, here? So, so when we talk about newcomers on the defensive side, yeah. Darian Varner also comes from, yeah. from Temple. Yeah. I'm from Philadelphia, so I grew up a Temple fan. Okay. Yeah. Like they, they sucked yeah. when I was growing up and watching them, yeah. honestly. Um, so I, until Matt Rule got there. So I always love when you know people from Philadelphia would come to here because that's right. what I did. Yeah. Um, but I, what's been your impression of him so far? Uh, he, he's, I'll be it short. He's one of those guys that's just keeping his mouth shut. And he's working really hard. Big guy. I watch his. I watch. I watch his tape too. Yeah. He looks really good on tape, and I'm excited to, you know, play alongside him. And like I said, he's been working really hard these these past eight days, and I'm excited to for him to have a great spring. Have you met Jason uh, Matre yet? Yeah, he's locker's like a few a few down from mine. All right. He's pretty cool as well. Is he? Have yeah, you? he's really cool, real personable. Been talking to a lot of the guys. So that's the thing. This year we, we have a lot of guys who are, you know, real personable as far as the transfers. They're all like, hey, getting to know everybody, you know, introducing themselves and everything, which is, you know, what you want when you're building a new team. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing I needed to ask you before we get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, your brother's really good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, really we, we we looked him up earlier. Five star, twenty class of twenty five. Yeah, I think twenty five. Yep. Can you get him to Wisconsin or or, or what I, are we doing? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he want to play here. But if if I was here for a fifth year, maybe. But I, I don't put him. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, he's damn good, man. He's really good. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Did know you play basketball? Did you play basketball? I, did. In high I, I played basketball through high school. Were you yeah. good? I thought I was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> not, not as good as him, though. All right. Not as good as him. Did you have opportunities playing college? No. Okay. Football was where it was at yeah. all the way? Yeah, but, for sure. But when you play defense, I'm sure there are a lot of skills directly from basketball. Oh, yeah. change the direction, especially in space, change of direction, all that stuff, basketball, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I'm a, so Amari Snowden is a recruit coming in yeah. next year. He's a really good baseball player. Yeah. I don't know. I've talked myself into if someone's amazing at two sports, yeah. then they specialize <laughs> into one, they become better. No, that's that's a which fact. could be true. It yeah. could not be true, but I, that's I what I'm. So. Have you ever met a six four corner? I have not. <laughs> You're about to. <laughs> yeah, I have not. Yeah. Which is. Which is I've always, crazy. I've always, I've always wondered that. Like I, I talked to other guys in the past and asked them, do you guys pay attention to signing day? Like in guys that are signing, and most of them, most people don't. To like, yeah. when they get here, I'll right. learn who they are, yeah, and sure. we'll just do that yeah. because everyone, everyone in high school is great. Yeah. Everyone's sure. great at their at their school. So yeah. it's like, is that same with you? Like, uh, just the, when I get I here, like I'll learn about I it. I pay more attention. Now that uh, I pay attention because they're going to be on my team. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't really think much of it until until they get here and then yeah. they start to practice and play and stuff like that. Oh, we got a four, we got a five-star. Oh, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until they get here and they show me, you know what I'm saying? So. Well, that's the thing. Like, everyone talks about four and five stars, but, it, like, 
until you actually show up on the campus and get it done. Oh, yeah, none of that stuff matters, man. You could, you could be a two-star, end up in a good situation and look like a five-star once you get there, so or vice versa. <laughs> well, I think Wisconsin's a perfect example of that all the yeah. time, right? Like I don't know, though. We might, you know, well, and Coach we might get some five-stars here in the future. Well, we, don't, we Well, I mean, it hasn't always worked out. Yeah, I know. The, the last five-star is, is not – well, I shouldn't say the last five-star – who was the well, last five star? One, well, uh, he, uh, Nolan was the was Nolan five star. Was five star? Oh, he right, right, was. Right, yeah, but right. I'm thinking of the other guy that's not here anymore. Oh yeah, Logan. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, he he, you know, that didn't work out. Yeah. But I think there's there's differing types of four, five star guys. Guys that work their butts off and and oh, yeah. uh, and then guys that come in and think they're five stars. Yes. Yeah. And, and just like, think everything should be handed I, to them. I didn't even know Nolan Rucci was a five star because he doesn't carry stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, goes to show. But it's also, I feel like Coach Fickle, something he did great at Cincinnati and I'm sure will bring, yeah. is that you see a lot of NFL guys come out of the program and he was there. Yeah. That you go back, you're like, oh, that he was a three-star. Like right. Sauce Gardner yeah. Yeah, was exactly. a three-star, and yeah. he's you know the best defensive rookie in the league yeah. now. But, yeah, I feel like he is someone who has that same mindset right. that Wisconsin's always had, and he's yeah. really good at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure I'm excited matters. for that, too, just to be around guys and be developed in a, you know, a pro. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing he stresses is we're not, you're not training like a pro. We're training to be a pro. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, one minute left. This is something I meant to ask earlier, and, and I asked the two guys that were with us. No, it's not something bad. Don't worry. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> who's, the, who's the best guy you've gone up against on another team throughout your career? It, it, it could be an, a lineman. Yeah. Could be a, a skill position guy. Um, if, it, if one does stick out. Dewan Jones from Ohio State, the tackle, he was, he was really good. Yeah. Yeah, he was – he was the best player I've gone against so far. He was really good. Yeah, they got, they got some. They got some dudes. Yeah, Skaronski. Did did you rush against um, him at all? In I the did a couple times. Game? He was. Eh. I mean, yeah. Their scheme helps him a lot. Right. I think he didn't have to be that much against us. Okay. But Dewan Jones, he was. He was. He's the best player I played against for by far. Their line was. I mean, I, I, yeah, they were. They were pretty good. I think two years ago, they struggled a bit, keeping Stroud yeah. protecting him. And then coming to this year, everyone's like, "Oh, is their line going to be okay?" Yeah. And was, I watch them play. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, they were the real Those deal. Those dudes are crazy. For sure. They were all. They were in sync. That was a big thing. They were, you know, they play great together. So, yeah. Yeah. The rhythm. Awesome. Well, Daryl, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate you yeah. coming out. Thank you guys for having me. Um, hope to have you again. Good luck, you know, into the yeah. winter and the spring. And when Coach Fickle does come on this show eventually, <laughs> I, I know he will. Yeah. We will ask him about the ankles. Oh yeah. You know, ask him about, <laughs> do that. Everyone, sure. everyone's asking. We're gonna ask. We're asked about uniforms. We're gonna ask about ankles. That's oh, yeah. what we're doing. Because we try to be the voice. That the, yeah. the the people wanted to know about Nathaniel Vaco's kicking video, yeah. so we get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Like like we are the people's yeah. people's show at times, if you will. Yeah. So uh, we appreciate it, man. Good Thank luck, you guys. All right. Uh, thanks everyone for hanging around. We will be back on Tuesday. Talk about Wisconsin, Illinois. We'll talk football as well. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. See ya.